Greetings, I'm Amanda Elise, and you're listening to the Creative and Caffeinated Podcast, the show all about creating inspiration and inspiring creatives. We bring topics of mental health into the creative industry and talk about how the creative field is changing in the digital age. Today, we are going to be discussing the ethics of self-promotion in the online space. We'll be touching on the necessity of promoting oneself and how to do it without coming across like an asshole to your fellow creatives. This podcast is obviously a bit more focused on self-promo in the creative communities online, but feel free to take the information we discuss here and generalize it to your online niche. First, what do I mean by self-promo? The definition seems pretty self-explanatory, and it is, but to set the stage and clarify the term for how I'm going to use it in this podcast, I'm going to go ahead and define it. When I say self-promo, I mean the act of promoting oneself through marketing or networking. On a surface level, self-promotion seems pretty harmless, and in fact, it is at the very core of being a business person and an entrepreneur, especially in the digital age. And I want to be clear, it is 100% okay to take pride in your work and to market yourself in order to grow and earn a living. In fact, you'd be crazy not to. And let's not get all high and mighty. There is a time and place to be humble. And trying to thrive in the present creative industry online probably isn't that time or place. But we all know that one person that just gets a little too carried away and will see is any opportunity to promote themselves. It's a delicate balance between not wanting to be a jerk, but also wanting to succeed. So before I talk about how you can achieve that balance and how you can promote yourself in an ethical way, let's take a trip down memory lane together. The year is 2012. You're scrolling through this new app called Instagram, and there's not a single flat tummy tea ad in sight. Truly a simpler time. If you were around on Instagram in 2012, then you know what a drastically different place it used to be. The timeline was chronological rather than algorithmically driven. There were no ads. You followed people that you actually knew in real life. And the focus really wasn't on becoming a quote-unquote influencer. Discoverability on the platform back then was a lot more natural and organic. It felt attainable to actually be naturally discovered by somebody who was outside of your following and to grow your audience gradually. So naturally, artists flocked to the platform because of its visual emphasis, and they stayed when they found that gradual and consistent growth within their own niche and community. When Instagram started to take off as a platform, it naturally started to tend towards monetization. And it started to prioritize likes and comments, which incentivized creators who had broader audiences. Naturally, this started the trend that I absolutely deplored, the hashtag like for like trend. Before my very eyes, Instagram was becoming a battleground for who could get the most followers. Everyday people who weren't even trying to grow a brand or a business were commenting hashtag like for like and hashtag follow for follow just to gain an internalized sense of value and belonging on the platform. Now, it might sound like I'm throwing a little bit of shade, and maybe I am, 
But I also want to briefly call attention to the toxic way that social media hijacks our brains into thinking that our follower count directly reflects our self-worth. There have been countless studies showing the effects of social media on the brain, and we've yet to really grasp the long-term effects of social media use on overall well-being. And that's why it's probably a topic for a future podcast. For how popular this form of self-promotion was, it was also largely ineffective. Today, it is widely frowned upon, and seeing this exact form of self-promotion is pretty rare. But there are derivatives out there, which is what we're about to discuss. First, I want to talk about why this method of self-promotion was not effective. My theory is that this method of self-promo lacked two vital aspects for success. Respect and genuineness. Let's start with respect. Building a platform and small business means you, as a person, are the heart and soul of that operation. People choose to support you because they respect you. Your methods for self-promotion should respect them back, right? So I developed three simple questions that you can ask yourself whenever you're wondering if your self-promotion aligns with the value of respect within your business. Question one, does this self-promotional tactic show respect for myself? Question two, does this self-promotional tactic show respect for my audience? And finally, question three, does this self-promotional tactic show respect for my fellow creators and entrepreneurs? If you ask yourself these questions before engaging in any self-promotional activity, you're probably going to be just fine. But respect is only part of my ethical self-promo theory. The second part is genuineness. Genuineness can be hard to convey online compared to in-person interactions, which makes it all the more vital in the online space, especially as a small business owner. Again, you are the face of your brand and promoting your business shouldn't feel like a cookie cutter ad or a cheesy sales pitch. Audiences will react immediately when they sense a creator is being disingenuous. And that trust can be hard to earn back. So always operate from the heart and keep your focus on the long-term goal of creating an impact on your audience by providing them with something of value instead of getting lost in the numbers and trying to make a quick buck. If you invest in building long-term relationships within your community, they'll invest in you back. As mentioned, the days of like for like are long since dead but similar strategies do still exist. So I reached out to my followers on Twitter and asked them to share some of their self-promo pet peeves so we can subject them to the three-question test and discuss just their overall genuineness and impact. This first one was brought to you by Aljay Art, one of my dear friends and followers on social media. Love her. And she said one of her pet peeves is commenting on a video asking for a follow. This isn't exclusive to videos. This can obviously happen on Instagram and Twitter and kind of across the internet. Um, Some examples of this might be, hey, subscribe to my channel, or hey, I make art videos too, or comments like, 
any small creators want to support each other, and one that I've received several times, the want to be friends comment seems kind of harmless. But again, these are derivatives from that like for like strategy. So let's subject them to that three question test. Question one, do these tactics show respect for yourself? Maybe. I guess you could argue that it aligns with that value of wanting to succeed, and so perhaps you are showing a little bit of respect to yourself, but maybe almost too much to the point where you are viewing yourself as maybe more important than the person whose video you are commenting on. Question two, does it respect the audience? This, I feel like it doesn't really... (laughs) It doesn't really respect the audience for me. And when I put myself in the position of the audience watching a video of an artist that I like, and if I were to scroll down into the comment section to maybe interact with some like-minded viewers who might also like that artist, and then I stumble across somebody who comments, subscribe to my channel, I might kind of instantly read that person as maybe just kind of feeling like they interjected themselves into the conversation and weren't really wanting to talk about the video or the creator themselves. So there's already that disconnect that I have as an audience member viewing that comment or that person as somebody who doesn't align with me. So I would say that this isn't a respect for the audience and it can kind of be annoying um, if you're viewing that, like those comments in a video where you actually might want to engage with people. Those comments can be kind of distracting. Question three, does this show respect for the fellow creators? Absolutely not. Creators do not like when you comment this kind of stuff on their videos because again, it's taking their time away from commenting to genuine comments. They want to reply to the people who actually watch their videos and like what happened in the video and want to talk about it. Every time they're having to filter through comments of of self-promoting, it's just distracting away from their goal. Now, is this method genuine? I don't think so. I think it comes across as very artificial, very detached, and it doesn't really give a whole lot for audience members or fellow creators to connect to. If the only thing that we have in common is the fact that we both make art videos, that's not a whole lot to build a relationship on. And I will be talking a little bit more about how you can maybe change this style of self-promoting to work a little bit better at the end of this podcast. Lastly, let's just revisit the impact of statements like these. Speaking for myself, whenever I see comments like this, I immediately disregard them. I never really click on their usernames. I never really investigate further just because I don't really respect people that will go out of their way to use somebody else's platform to promote themselves. It's just not something that I see as very genuine and therefore I don't think it's going to be very impactful. Let's see, the second pet peeve, this was also submitted by All J Art, and I thought this was a really, really good one. She said her pet peeve is when people apologize for promoting themselves in their own video or post. I think this is great because it kind of flips the tables a little bit, and instead of looking at the um, potential viewer, you are now putting yourself in the position of the artist. So let's subject this again to our three-question test. Does this show respect for self? 
No. If you are creating videos and creating content, absolutely, you are allowed to promote in your content. That's that's why you're making it. It's totally okay. You shouldn't ever feel like you're having to excuse yourself or apologize for the work that you do. If it's your video, you're allowed to promote it and you should have that confidence and sense of reassurance that you are allowed to do that and your audience is somewhat expecting you to do that. I will talk about a little bit later in the podcast how you don't want to overdo that, but we'll just kind of move on to our next question for now. Does this respect your audience? I think it can go either way. Like I said, your audience doesn't want you to be promoting in every minute of every video, but they'll also probably appreciate knowing what you're up to and maybe they aren't aware of the things that you do or are not aware of the other platforms that you have. So I think it's respecting your audience and that it's just keeping them informed, but to a reasonable extent. And lastly, does the show respect for your fellow creators? I think as long as you're not comparing yourself to other creators in a negative way or saying that you're so much better than another creator or you know, that you don't feel like you deserve to promote your content because you're not as good as another creator, I would say that you can definitely maintain respect for fellow creators while promoting your own content within your own platform. Is this genuine? I feel like it's genuine in that a lot of artists feel bad for promoting themselves. It's a, it's a common experience, but it's definitely something that we have to get past in order to succeed. So I feel like even though that sense of maybe hesitancy that you have when you are promoting your content on your own platform um, can feel very real and very human, it can also show lack of confidence. And that can impact not only the way that it is perceived and how genuine it is, but also how impactful it is. So touching on the point of how impactful it is, if you're not even confident about the promotions that you're doing in your posts and in your videos, your audience probably isn't going to be either. So if you lack that confidence, that impact is probably going to not be as effective when you do this type of thing. So if you're gonna do it, Be confident and commit to it. Moving on to the next pet peeve. This was submitted by Liz V. Art. Thank you, Liz. And she said her pet pet peeve is spamming a creator's comments or DMs with your own art or content. This one is big. (laughs) Um, This can, again, happen on any platform, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. It can happen through comments or direct messages. I've even had this happen to me in live stream chats and it's really uncomfortable because it's in real time. So does this show respect for yourself? Again, I think it airs on the side of being arrogant and somebody who does this might have that impression of thinking that they're more important than everybody else and are more important than the creator whose video they're commenting on. So I would say that while it might align with the value of promoting your business and wanting to succeed, it's kind of an extreme sense of respect for yourself that in a way that can almost be perceived as negative. 
Does this show respect for the audience? Again, I would say no. In the case of when this has happened to me on my live stream chats, I think about how the audience is experiencing that interaction and how it's taking away from the experience that they came there for. If they came to watch me live stream and create art in real time and are now having to watch me navigate how to deal with somebody who is maybe spamming their own content or asking for shout outs, it's taking away from the experience for them as well. And for the third question, does it respect the fellow creator? Absolutely not. And I think what's important to know is that there is a time and a place to promote yourself on somebody else's platform. And really the only appropriate time is if you have permission. In my case, there are plenty of times where I will promote somebody who I see in the live stream chat who I know creates artwork. I do it completely of my own volition and because it's something that I choose to do. If somebody has to ask for that self-promotion, I'm already pretty instantly unlikely to give it just because it doesn't feel genuine and it doesn't feel like a mutual exchange. So definitely something to keep in mind here is the relationship that you have with the creator whose content you are engaging with and whether or not you would feel it's appropriate or respects your relationship with that creator to comment and ask for them to shout you out or to um, kind of take it upon yourself to promote your content. I don't know that it always comes across as very genuine and really in the online space when there's so many factors that are out of your control, especially how people perceive you, you definitely want to be cautious in how you promote yourself online, especially when you are in a community that maybe you are trying to get into. Um, that first impression, just like it is in real life, is very, very important. Um, and the impact here, I think, can be kind of hard. I'm sure there are people that do this and have found limited success with it, but I can tell you from my experience when people ask for shout outs, I will usually not acknowledge them. If they repeatedly ask, I will mute them. Uh, and I've had to block people in the past just because I don't even want to take the mental energy to try and address that situation. Um, there have been times where I've called them out and I've said, hey, I'm not going to do shout outs. Please stop asking. Um, and some people leave and they don't make any stink about it. Um, and if they do, then you can block them. I mean, that's <laughs> you tell me how effective that is. That doesn't seem very effective, in my opinion. Um, and then the last pet peeve is one that I decided to throw in there. And again, it is being from the, the perspective of the creator, you yourself. Um, and that is the pet peeve is when when the creator tries to make everything an ad. And I'm bringing this one up because I myself have been guilty of this. So it's really important that, you know, you can call yourself out on these things when you've done them in the past. It doesn't make you a bad person, but it does mean that now you're aware of it. Now you can learn from it and grow and be better. So this is totally an example of this for me. And it's tricky because this whole podcast, I've been talking about how self-promotion is this difficult balance that we have to maintain. Cross-promotion is key. When you get into creating content online, all everybody talks about is how you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So therefore, cross-promotion between your platforms is key. But your advertisements and your promotions of your other content should be thoughtfully placed. 
they should be relevant, and they should be clearly explained. If you are reviewing a product that was sent to you, that needs to be clearly and explicitly said to your audience. You cannot sort of mask that advertisement. One, because I think people on the internet are super keen and will pick up on that right away and it will be an instant turnoff. But two, that is also just just not legal. <laughs> like if you are advertising something that needs to be clear. But my policy is even when I'm not directly advertising something, maybe I'm not getting a sponsorship for the video, but maybe I was sent a product for free, I still make sure to clearly communicate that to my audience. And the other thing that I try and maintain is sort of a golden ratio of advertisement posts to non-advertisement posts. This is going to vary depending on your content, but I would say that my golden ratio is one ad for every five to ten regular posts. An ad can be anything from promoting a new product, to promoting my online store, to promoting my new video, to promoting my Twitter account, to it can really vary to so many different things. And so you have to be mindful of not leaning too heavy into those ads because I think your audience is just going to kind of get bored very quickly and desensitized. So be very mindful. Again, kind of putting this through the three question test, does this show respect for self? I think it can because again, you are exhibiting confidence and you are aligning perhaps with that value of succeeding. But if you are trying to deceive your audience or manipulate your audience, then I would say that is also not a sign of self-respect. And certainly it doesn't align for question two, respecting your audience. Absolutely not. You definitely don't want to be bombarding them with ads and you also don't want to be manipulating them because that relationship with your audience is going to be the single most important thing for your success. And lastly, does it show respect for your fellow creators? I think where this can become problematic is if one person in the community starts slipping up and not being super clear with their advertisements or working with companies that are not relevant to their content, it can sort of leave a bad taste in the audience's mouth that can be generalized to all creators. I know I've run into situations in the past where when I have worked with companies, it's been immediately assumed that I've like turned to the dark side or I've somehow kind of like sold out. And I think you know, that comes from the sense that, that they've been betrayed by a creator before and therefore now all creators are kind of betraying them or turning against them. So I think as fellow creators, we all have a responsibility to be honest and open and ethical in the way that we advertise our content because we can kind of damage the reputation of our own communities. So I think that's really important. Um, genuineness. I don't think you should ever be ashamed of having an advertisement or cross-promoting your stuff. Again, that comes down to acting confident and knowing that you have a right to cross-promote your, your stuff and your platforms. That's how you're going to succeed. Um, so you don't want to feel timid or uncertain in that fact. You absolutely are allowed to promote yourself, but you don't want to become 
arrogant or come across as kind of chauvinistic. So it is a delicate balance to maintain. Um, and then lastly, the impact. I think absolutely this is going to have a positive impact if you do it correctly. If you cross promote across all of your platforms and you are make sh making sure to communicate with your audience when you are doing that, why you are doing that, as long as it is relevant and thoughtfully placed, I think this is going to have a really positive impact on your platform and your overall success. So reviewing some of these pet peeves, I realize how many of these concepts can kind of be in conflict with one another. The idea that you shouldn't be afraid to promote your stuff, but also don't promote your stuff too much, it can leave you feeling a little lost and that's okay. At the end of the day, it's all about balance and striving to have open communication with your audience and being willing to accept feedback on where or how to, you can be improving is so vital. Again, I don't want you to hear this podcast and suddenly be afraid of self-promo. So I want to leave you with some tips on how you can promote yourself ethically in a respectful and genuine way. One, follow people you actually like and engage with their content regularly. Don't follow someone just so that they follow you back. That never works, as we've seen. It's just not a tactic that has been successful. This also leads me to the point that if you feel like your timeline is a dumpster fire of content that you don't enjoy, it might be time to clean house and unfollow a few people for the sake of making this easier on you. If you're having to dig through 10, 20, 30 posts to find something that you actually like and want to engage with, it's time to reassess who you're following and why you're following them. Number two, don't make it all about you. Maybe you really like an artist's work and you want to connect with them over your shared interests. Don't jump right into talking about yourself and your art right away. Keep your comments focused on them and their process. Even online, relationships can and should take time to develop. If you regularly engage with their content over time, odds are good they're gonna come to recognize your username and might naturally seek out your channel or your platform to see what you do. That sort of thing has happened so much in my time on the internet and has led to some of the most amazing online and real life friendships. So I do highly recommend you engage slowly over time and not rush things when you are trying to network and develop friendships within your niche. Number three, be an active part of the community. Engage with others in the comment section of large creators that are within your niche. And maybe if you see a question and you know the answer to it, you can respond. Not only does it help the larger creator who might not always have time to answer every single question, it's also a really great way of letting those other commenters know what you do without directly and explicitly advertising yourself. So this is a kind of subtle way of just letting people know what you do without laying it on too thick. Number four, when you follow someone and they don't follow you back, don't get discouraged. Social media has a million ways of disconnecting us and tailoring what we see. So you gotta stay consistent. Number five, get involved with community hashtags, do art challenges, and join in on collaborative events like Inktober and Mermaid. This is a great way to promote your art by using a hashtag that people can then search and discover on their own. It's sort of a very passive way 
of advertising your stuff and in my experience has had some success. Number six, try and maintain a golden ratio. Not every post you make has to be or should be an ad or a promotion. Again, cross-promotion is awesome, but audiences have a pretty low tolerance for it. By all means, link your shop and your other platforms across all your socials, so they should be easy to find and post about them regularly. Just don't let it take away from why your audience followed you in the first place. And lastly, reach out when invited. When your favorite artist says, tag me in your post or show me your artwork, by all means, do it. As long as it's relevant to what they're talking about and done so in a timely matter, relevant to when they announced it, this can be a really great way to reach out and connect. Opportunities like this happen often, so just keep your ear to the ground and be patient. To recap, try and ensure respect and genuineness are at the core of everything you do. That goes for self-promotion and probably just life in general. This basically concludes my thoughts on how to promote yourself in an ethical way online. Self-promotion also doesn't only happen online, and it happens in person, but I feel like the online rules tend to be a little bit blurrier, which was sort of why I chose to focus on the online component for this podcast. I'm sure you all have your own experiences and thoughts on this matter too, so I would love to hear from you. Please feel free to keep this conversation going. As always, my socials are linked just about everywhere, and you can DM me if you would like to continue this conversation. By the way, this is one of those examples of those invitations to engage that I was just talking about. Um, So you can also email me. I'm amandaeliseart at gmail.com. That's also pretty much linked everywhere. So let's keep talking about this. Maybe you guys have other ideas or other pet peeves that I didn't mention here. Also, if there's other topics you would like me to discuss, you can suggest those as well. Well, until next time, guys, I've been Amanda Elise, and you've been listening to Creative and Caffeinated. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on the internet.